Hello, degenerate gamblers, and welcome to the first ever official episode of the Goose Egg Gambling Podcast, the only show that's not afraid to bet the re- to bet the rent payment on a well-advised parlay. I'm your host, Matasaurus Rex, a.k.a. He Who Shall Not Be Gamed, mm. and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jared. Howdy, a- howdy. A.K.A. the Sultan of Swag. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, you gotta love it. I love the alliteration with that, too. I, tr- I try. It's always just nice to have a little bit of wordplay in there just to start off everyone's day. English is fun. English is fun. Not for people trying to learn it, but for <laughs> but yeah. for us since we grew up learning it. Yeah. It's the so, best language I know. <laughs> absolutely. So, Jared, we're finally here. We're finally at the first episode of the podcast. Football season's finally here. It feels like it's been forever. It's, it's been a long time coming. But it's, it's way better than Christmas. I think I think opening NFL Sunday is better than Super Bowl Sunday. I would agree. Super Bowl Sunday, I always get a little sad for just because it's the last game. Yep. There's no Sunday scaries quite worse than Super Bowl Sunday scaries because mm-hmm. usually just like full of bad food. You either unless you've like won a lot of money, but more often than not, you've lost a lot of money. Yeah. And then you're just looking down the barrel of like meaningless kind of regular season basketball and like the start of baseball season for a long time. It's like one of three things. You're either way too drunk, way too full, or you lost a shitload of money. Yeah. There's, you're not going to go get away with, without at least one of those three things happening. And with opening NFL Sunday, you at least have next week. There's always next week. There's, Oh, there's like 20 more weeks after that. Oh yeah. There's just so much. And there's just so much more optimism for everyone involved. Yes. So I agree. Opening Sunday, it's the best weekend of the year. I'd say. Mm -hmm. And there are some tricky lines out there. I was looking through today and I was a little, there's a lot of even numbers, a lot of like 6.0s, a lot of 4.0s, stuff like that. Very week one spreads. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's kind of just guessing based off of last year. No one really knows what the teams are. We've had a preseason to really kind of see, but with this preseason, with nobody really playing their starters, I think this, we're going into the season with a lot of ambiguity as to what's going to happen. Ooh, ambiguity. English, there it is again. <laughs> We're also the smartest podcast out there in the entire world. Yeah. So yeah, a linguistic podcast. A linguistic. There you go. <laughs> so um I guess the first game of the entire season kicks off tomorrow night, the Thursday night game, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over versus the Dallas Cowboys. The Buccaneers are favored by eight right now, and this game has actually gotten to be a pretty hot topic in the betting community. Yeah. Like there's just so much going on. There's the injury to Zach Martin. There's yes. The Tampa Bay is like starting the quest to repeat and it's the Dallas Cowboys. So there's just always going to be a lot to talk about, which actually leads me to this game is actually my free cheese of the week. So when we talk about free cheese, it's not just the things that they hand out to you at the supermarket in little sample cups. Free cheese is something that you can confidently bet a good amount of money on because it's coming. It's coming from us. Yes. Meaning, and our word is our bond. We're putting our good names on the line with these ones. So my free cheese of the week is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eight over the Dallas Cowboys. We talked a little bit about this off the air a few weeks ago, and you said you were liking the Cowboys, and you had actually convinced me a little bit. Yep. But the more I think about it, the more I just think the Cowboys are like, they match up the most unfavorable way possible against the Buccaneers. Their defense is ranked last year. Their defense was ranked 30th against wide receivers. And that's like the biggest strength of the Buccaneers. They're loaded at wide receiver. Zach Martin, like we said earlier, is out. And the Buccaneers pass rush is stupid good. So that's just not going to help him out. And we still don't know what Dak is going to look like. He hasn't played since week five. 
and has only participated in five practices since July 27th. So I just see this game turning into a Tampa Bay bloodbath pretty early. I think this is going to be one of those games where they're showing a pissed off Jerry Jones in the owner's box like quite frequently. And I think we're not going to get a great week, like week one kickoff game, which is fine. But I just think it's going to like be the start of a Buccaneers season where they kind of like dominate for a good amount. Can I test your memory here? Yeah, go for it. Do you remember the home uh, season opener about four or five years ago? Patriots Chiefs. At, I do remember that at Foxborough. Oh yeah, that's the that's what this game's gonna be for Tom Brady. You think you think it's gonna be one of those games where everyone's like, oh, he's washed up, he doesn't have it anymore. I am betting Cowboys plus eight. Mm-hmm. Also, Cowboys money line for this. Are game. you really? Yes. You're going to money line. I think the Cowboys are much hungrier. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are still in honeymoon mode from the Super Bowl. Do you think a Tom Brady team is going to be in honeymoon mode, though? Yes, it was that one year. See, when I think of this game, I think more of Patriots-Steelers from, I believe, two, three years ago, where it was supposed to be a big, like, game, but then I think it was, like, way way over by, like, the end of the first quarter. It was really ugly. So I I do remember that Chiefs game, and that's what does give me slight pause, but I just don't see a way that the Cowboys can win this unless Dak plays absolutely perfectly and Tom plays terribly. They said that four or five years ago with the Chiefs. Like, there's no way this Chiefs team can beat. And that was an Alex Smith team, too. That wasn't even Mahomes. That's true. Yeah. So you're thinking... I'm thinking upset big time here. That that would be a big time upset at this point. And you know Dak is going to play pissed off, and Dak is a good quarterback. It does suck that the only bugaboo I hate is Zach Martin being hurt. Yeah. That's huge. Because mm-hmm. that's gonna be harder for them to get the run, and the Bucks' front seven is obviously stacked. I think this is if that is gonna happen though, it's gonna have to be everyone on the Bucks kind of shits the bet a little bit. I don't think the Cowboys can win just based off pure talent, just because their team is built in such a way that is like the antithesis to this Bucks team. Yeah, that's weird. The dude, we're crushing the linguistics <laughs> today, but the defense. I mean, they can't get much worse than last year, but I also don't think they got any better. We'll see if the hiring of Dan Quinn did anything. Probably not. This will be not a good coach. This will be the first thing. So, you're so if in order for it to work for you, I think the only way is like a shootout or the Bucks just are completely completely embarrass themselves. Yeah. Shit the bed. Yeah. Yeah. I do could, you, I could do you think bu- it'd be a close game, or do you do you think the Cowboys might run away with it? I think it'll be a close game at halftime for sure, mm-hmm. and then one of the teams will pull ahead. Okay. Yeah. I don't hate that. I just I just can't see. When I'm, when I'm just looking based purely on the paper and the X's and O's, I can't see a world where the Bucks don't win handily, but I guess that's why they actually have to play the games. It's more about the Mikes and Joes, not the X's and O's. Yeah, any given Thursday. Any given Thursday, it could happen. <laughs> I think the thing I'm most excited to see again is the Chris Collinsworth slide-in. Oh, yeah, that's I'm, good. I'm pretty excited about mm-hmm. that. But. Oh, yeah, it's a classic. All right, well, Jared and I completely disagree here, but... This is why I only have, I'm only putting one unit on this one. I'm putting down $5. I'm still warming up. I've, I lost a good amount in the Notre Dame game on Saturday. So I'm putting $5 down to win 435 But I'm still very, very confident that this is going to be a nice win for me to start the season. So I'm not stressing. I, I do appreciate my co-host's points about the a Patriots-Chiefs game from like two presidencies ago. But I'm I'm still feeling confident that I just don't see a world where Tom is going to have these boys like in a honeymoon mode. I'm sure they've been working since like March to get ready for this. Yeah. Well, same with Dak. I mean, everyone. That's true. Hard, yeah. That's true. Everyone work hard. That's why you got to play. Any given Thursday, my man. Any, any given Thursday. We'll see what happens. 
So that's good. We're starting off on two separate sides of the coin, so we can we'll be able to see going in next week who's who's right. Mm-hmm. I will be right. We'll have, to, we'll have to switch up the seating in the podcast. You'll have to come oh, yeah. in here. I'll have to go in there. Yeah, you're you're on the hot seat right now. <sighs> we'll see. All right. Speaking of hot seat, let's go with. I'm gonna go right into my fuck it we ball for week one. So fuck it we ball is just don't take my advice on them unless you really just want high upside. It's a lot of low probability, but there's always a chance. Any given Thursday also applies to any given Saturdays and Sundays and Monday nights. <laughs> so here's a, here's a little something I put together. I put together a little something I like to call the week one Whopper Parlay. You love parlays. I do like parlays, and they're consi- they do not love me back. It is the most toxic relationship I'm probably in. Right so, now. like on a, any typical NFL Sunday, how many parlays will you have? More than one, or just one? I'll do one noon game. One, my, usually, when I when I bet on an NFL Sunday, I do like one noon game parlay, one afternoon like the late game parlay, yeah. then the Sunday night game. Gotcha. Or and then sometimes if there are just like random little games I like that I don't want to throw in a parlay, I'll throw those in there too. I've got a couple of those listed for later on. But for the week, so you don't like parlays then? No, I think I, it obviously is appealing mm-hmm. to go for a parlay, but you win what one in every ten that you play. I wish I won one in every ten. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I just I usually just straight bet. If there's see, a parlay I really like, I'll do it. Like it'll be but what it'll be like two teams though. It won't be a lot. See, that's my fault with gambling and also just life i'm just way too obsessed with like the high upside and i like refuse to take like the guaranteed thing that's in front of me yeah you're too optimistic that's your problem. that might be what it is yeah you need, I need pessimism yeah someone needs to beat me up or something <laughs> to knock some pessimism into me but maybe this parlay will do it because i've got the week one whopper parlay right here starting off we've got the la chargers minus one over washington washington's good they have a good defense and it's in washington i get all of that but I also think Justin Herbert is the real deal, and I think the Chargers are going to be in for a pretty big year. And I think they start that off with a pretty big win over Washington. I disagree again. <laughs> All right. Well, so my reasoning with that, okay. real quick, this is Herbert's first ever away game in front of a crowd. Yeah. And that Washington defensive line is meaty. There's tougher crowds that do it in front of than Washington. Yeah, but this is the first one. This is pretty much like a rookie again. That's we true. We don't know how we will handle pressure. I know it is not a great crowd, Washington, yeah. but I think that will play a factor. And I think just with one point, I don't know. The Chargers have a good defense as well, too. Yeah, I got Bosa. That's like, about all if I they, know. they could win like a nine to six game and you'd still cover with the one point. That's true. That's what I really like. I, I trust the Chargers offense to score a touchdown more than I would trust the Washington offense to score a touchdown. And then I believe Fitzpatrick's playing. He is. Fitzpatrick was great in September and October. Also. That's true. That's that's when Fitzmagic happens. Yes, always, every year. And everyone thinks Fitzpatrick should be MVP, and it never happens. No. <laughs> I hate that. I, yeah, I don't get that. Why, don't, why people can't just calm down about the MVP thing. We are, It's always going to be like one of three or five people. It's never going to be. And it's going to be a quarterback. Yeah. Unless you're amazing. Yeah, unless it's like, I don't even know the last non-quarterback. Was it Adrian Peterson? That sounds right. I think it was. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, because it's been just a string of like Tom Brady's, Lamar's, and Patrick Mahomes. But all right, so I'm starting off with Chargers minus one over Washington. And then, and I know you're going to like this one, I've got Minnesota minus three over Cincinnati. See, now you're making sense. There we go. See, we're getting there. So (laughs) Cincinnati, I think, is 
going to be kind of a dumpster fire this year. And I really like Joe Burrow. I really like what he did last year, but I think this is going to kind of be like a mulligan year for him. Yeah. I think he's just going to try and get like his sea legs back. The reports about Jamar Chase have been daunting. Yes. He can't get open in practice against like the second string corners. Mm -hmm. And I think the Vikings are also one of those teams that usually do pretty well in September. Right. It's the Mike Zimmer revenge game. He's going back to the old stomping grounds. Justin Jefferson's playing against his old teammates, Burrow Ooh, yeah. and Jamar Chase. That's true. And the Vikings just always do so well in just like the noon games against like bad teams. Yes. That's just that's where they make that's their bread and butter is crushing on like the Jets or the Cardinals or something in a noon game that no one else is watching. That's the nice thing about the Zimmer era. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes obviously lose to a shitty team or whatever, but Zimmer usually has that shit on lockdown yeah. with these shitty teams. I would say the Vikings don't get upset that often. There's like once in a blue moon where like... About once a year, it's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, just a random game. But that happens to pretty much every team. So. Yeah, no one wins every single game they're supposed to win. But Hashtag thankful. Absolutely, yeah. Blessed and highly favored. Another note about that game... Um, Vikings have a new defensive line, way improved from last year. And yeah. And the Bengals offense line is just Swiss cheese. Like, yeah. The Vikings are going to be fully healthy, which they were, their defense was not last year. Not at all. And I think Zimmer's going to have them firing on all cylinders. I think Burrow's going to be blitzed, especially like up, he'll get a lot of pressure up the middle, which is going to be really tough for him yep. on that knee. So I think that game is, I, th- I think I would have bet that one up to like five or seven mm-hmm. and uh the over under is 47 and a half i would slam that under i think that's a good i think one. so too yeah i don't i don't think the offense will shine necessarily but i think dalvin will have a big game yeah i think jefferson will probably do pretty well i don't kirk won't be spectacular but i, I see like a 21 to 10 21 to yeah. 13 game yeah just matter. the most like boring game ever to watch like every touchdown will be like within five yards <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna it's gonna be boring and there'll be a garbage time touchdown that's like 80 yards yeah there'll be like a pick shit. six or a defensive touchdown or whatever but so i felt really comfortable throwing that in this parlay this next one i feel even more comfortable with i almost had this one as my free cheese but i there's i still have a slight doubt so i threw it in here i have the rams seven and a half over chicago i just don't think anyone on that bears team believes in andy dalton and i don't know how you can go in there and send them into los angeles when sean mcveigh has had all offseason with stafford now to like develop this new offense i think the Rams are going to put on a fucking show. I think they they might score like 35, 40 points and just put the entire league on notice on Sunday night. How quickly do you think Andy Dalton will be benched? I th- I looked at this earlier. I think it's like week four is one is my prediction because that's really? they play like the Jets or someone week four. And I think they're going to give Dalton this game because Matt Nagy is just so stubborn yeah. as a human. He's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the guy personally. No, uh, he's, he's def- I know him personally. Yeah, I know him personally. <laughs> he's he's an dumb. idiot. I saw him take the ACT. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's just super stubborn. They're, apparently, they're, he has the jo- uh, Andy Dalton has the job because they promised him when he came in that they'd give him the job. I can't imagine there's much reason other than that. Besides that, I, I honestly think actually that Nagy's trying to buy time just because I think he can buy himself an extra month oh, yeah. with Dalton just because he has the ace in the hole that is Justin Fields. If Justin Fields were to go out and lose like four games in a row, I think there could be question that Nagy might get like fired like mid season. So I think he's just buying himself time. I feel like Nagy's just always buying himself time. So I think the Rams heavily win that game. I didn't look at the over under in this one, but I honestly think I would maybe take the over just purely based off of what I think the Rams are going to do. Plus the Rams are one of the, were one of the best defenses last year. Exactly. 
There's so. there's the whole Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey factor. Yeah. Forty six. So, yeah, I think I'm gonna be taking that over. I'll see what happens. I'll see what, what happens uh with the rest of this, but I'm not a big fan of the over on this one. Forty six? Yeah. I, I honestly well. think the Rams are gonna be the talk come Monday, just like everyone's gonna be saying, Holy shit, like Stafford MVP, Rams are going to the Super Bowl. I, I'm just very, very confident that the Rams are gonna explode. <laughs> They're gonna rumble. They are gonna rumble. It's gonna be the greatest show by the surf all over again. Hey yo. I like that. Yeah. So and then I should stop there. You should. I should stop there. You should have stopped at the Vikings game. Just a simple <laughs> two play parlay. I've already placed this bet, so I'm st- I'm sticking <laughs> with it. I, I should stop there, but I needed something to make the pot extra sweet. So I took the Philadelphia Eagles money line over the Atlanta Falcons of plus 145. There's no chance I'm betting on the Falcons in September. But to include them in your parlay, like I, d- I understand the bet, but like in your parlay, that's so you're gambling. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. What yeah. is the podcast called? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not called the Goose Egg Investing Podcast. <laughs> We're fucking balling right here. Yeah. I think the Eagles are going to win the NFC East. I've talked myself into that at this point. And I think the Falcons are just not going to do anything again. I don't I don't know what I don't know what the future is for the Atlanta Falcons, but it's not winning games in September. I think <laughs> I think it'll be a close game. That's why I stayed away from the spread. But I think I think the Eagles pull this off. It's in Atlanta, and I don't know. I I just think Jalen Hurts is being slept on. I have no evidence to back this up whatsoever, but I just have a, a feeling that the Eagles are going to make some noise. It'll be like a seven and nine and one noise. It's not going to be anything special, but I think they win that division. I think they host a playoff game, and I think if prior history has anything to say about, it, they could win that playoff game depending on their matchup. Just yeah. because they're having home field. Mm-hmm. So the week one Whopper parlay, Chargers minus one over Washington, Vikings minus three over Cincy, Rams minus seven and a half over Chicago, and Philly plus 145 versus Atlanta. That gives you odds of plus 1544. I put $10 on it to win $154.37. Oh How, what can you buy with that? That's a pretty good bar tab. 154 oh yeah that'll pay for my weekend yeah especially if i'm if i do end up going to deadwood (laughs) oh yeah you're going to deadwood i am yeah that's where i'm gonna place my super bowl pick but we'll talk about that next but besides anything you said earlier is there any fault you have with this parlay at all besides too too many plays you think too many i would take that eagles game off i that would make me too nervous i know you you like money Mm-hmm. that's a big thing for you yeah that's yeah <laughs> but i would take that one off it's not about the money jared it's about the numbers it's about the addiction <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's about fueling my addiction giving me something to look forward to when i wake up on sunday morning <laughs> yeah that's my only thing with it i think the the vikings bet's brilliant bet well yeah always. yeah obviously yeah. like every bet you're hearing is the vikings is brilliant yeah and then rant yeah uh there's some other quick games i like before we talk about super bowl um, I was just going through. I like Jaguars minus three versus Houston a lot. I that's think, a value. That's good value, right? There. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I think Urban is going to have the boys like coming out hot to start the season because they spent all training camp just getting screamed at like their <laughs> high school kids. Mm-hmm. And Houston, Houston's I, a mess. Houston, yeah, I don't know what Houston's doing. Maybe if Deshaun Jackson lines up at linebacker or something, they'll have a better <laughs> shot. But I think Jaguars God, minus three. He'd have so much speed at linebacker. He would. God, that's <laughs> not a bad idea, actually. 
I'm gonna go home and play Madden, put him at linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, I like uh believe it or not, I like Pittsburgh plus six and a half versus Buffalo. I think Buffalo I is too. being slightly overhyped, just slightly. I think they're really good, but I don't think they're gonna come out of the gates firing. They didn't they started off pretty hot last year, yep. but so did the Steelers. And the Steelers have been got getting shit on since halfway through last year. Mm-hmm. They were the last undefeated team and no one believed in them at all. Yeah, my thing with Buffalo is they pass the ball a shitload. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you have to run the ball eventually. Like if you if your passing game is like like a dud that week, you have to run the ball. Yep. And that's my only thing I don't like about Buffalo, for especially for like deep playoff run. Yeah. I would stay away from them. Yeah, and I I get that we're we're all like on board that Josh Allen's like a top 5 quarterback right now, but Yeah, no doubt. I also not sure if I trust him when things like break down and get really crazy. Yeah. St- he's still, I think, prone to like the lateral, the lateral or just trying to do too much. Yes. Unless he can prove otherwise. Apparently he, that was the biggest thing he worked on this off season, according to Peter King was just like control Peter overall. King. So <laughs> <laughs> big Peter King guy over here. Dude, all that dude does is write about football and write obituaries for his friends who died. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that tweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's legendary. So, yeah, I like Pittsburgh six and a half. I'm not sure if they win, but I just don't see them losing by more than a touchdown. It'll think, be a close game. I think that's a last second field goal type game. That's one of those like noon games like, all right, everyone's watching this. Yeah, that could have been the Sunday night game easily. Oh, yeah. I would watch. Yeah. That's yeah. a great game. Yeah. So, I like that one. This one, you might even think I'm crazier. I like Detroit seven and a half versus the Niners. I, the Detroit yeah. usually starts off the seasons decently. I would stay away. I would just not bet on that game. Well, that's going to be a game time decision come Sunday. These are these are not anything <laughs> I bet on, but these are just, I have them like saved on my Bovada. Like I, ha- I just haven't placed <laughs> the bet, but these are just going to be things I like, depending on how I do in Deadwood or like how the wedding goes that I'm going to, I'm gonna, I might place these. But I like Detroit just because... They, like they have a new coach, they're going to be coming out, coming out firing. Hopefully, and Garoppolo looked terrible this preseason. Yeah, his confidence just seems like shaken. Like I think he's mentally kind of checked out of the situation. Obviously, the Niners are going to be bringing back everyone who was injured last year, which could could obviously yeah. spell trouble for Jared Goff. And Shanahan's a great coach. Yeah, he's going to have him ready for sure. But yeah, I think I think the Niners win that game. But seven and a half, I I could see a world where the Lions make some noise or make it a little closer that might be something i like check check it in at halftime and live bet it yeah i would probably do niners halftime yeah we'll see what happens yeah i don't hate that and then i got two more uh miami versus new england i've got the under at 43 and a half i think both those teams their offenses are going to be pretty sloppy and they both have great defenses yeah so that's a pretty low under though it's it's i think it's the second lowest of the weekend if i was remember correctly yeah and so yeah, like I said, not married to it or whatever, but I just want something I want to keep an eye on. And then in the world of college, I've got Iowa plus four point five versus Iowa State, just because I think Iowa is a better run program overall. And if you give them four and a half, I think they can do something with that. They got cooler uniforms too. That's what we gotta do it by. Yeah, Iowa State, they're not great looking. So yeah, those are the games I like for Week One. And since this is our official NFL like kickoff special. I figured we would do our Super Bowl picks. Yes. So I looked through them all. Wow. Thank you. good research. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Someone's got to do it. Wow. But the the only one that stood out, and I've talked, I talked about them already a ton, but 
I'm taking the Rams at plus 1400. I did this when I was in Vegas, actually. I put $25 on them to win 350 with a payout of 375. The Super Bowl team is never a team that comes completely out of nowhere, minus like the Bucks of last year, but we all kind of saw yeah. that coming with Tom Brady. You like, got the Brady effect. Yeah. That. There's always a foundation in place. It's always a team. You see this in the NBA, you see it in the NHL too. It's always a team that makes it to like the second round of the playoffs mm-hmm. and has that foundation built in place. It's never a one hit wonder, a team that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. So, and the Rams had like the number one defense last, like not even like they had the number one defense last year and they upgraded at the most important position in the entire sport. And I think a pretty massive upgrade. Yeah. I'm just worried about Cam Akers being hurt. Yeah, that does suck. But I also think McVay is a top three coach in the league. Yeah, I think he now has the ability to call anything he wants. I don't think he's had that since that second year of Goff when they really thought he was the guy and they were letting them really go vertical. Mm -hmm. Goff lost the trust of McVay. It wasn't kind of the other way around. He lost the trust of McVay and he hasn't really been able to go vertical since. And you could just see it in the play calling. Right. It just wasn't there. So, but now I think he's got no reason to not just let it rip with Stafford. I think they're going to show that on Sunday night. And I think they'll show that a lot early in the season. And another thing, I didn't want to let COVID really affect my pick, but California is so strict with the COVID protocols. I think they're, if any team's going to have a good chance of keeping everyone like safe and unaffected from COVID, it's going to be a California team. That's a great point, actually. Cause I think the more, the more vaccinated each team is this year, the mm-hmm. better they will do, especially with gambling or with like money lines and everything like that. Yeah, absolutely. Like a place like Buffalo, they're like blowing up right now or like even Kansas city, like a Midwestern mm-hmm. place. Like all it takes is like one, like especially this year, if like there's an unvaccinated player, they're going to get like taken out for two weeks if they test positive. And if it's a quarterback or anything like that, that's going to affect the line massively. Yeah. hundred percent. So, so I th- it's definitely a factor, especially this year. And who knows after this too. Yeah, because I don't think they're like postponing games for anyone this year. I think that's their goal is they're just playing it out. Like you're responsible for your own team, basically. Yeah. Exactly. I think McVay's a guy who can get them to buy into a system. I think California like already just has the strict laws in place. Yeah. So I just think they have less of a chance of derailment. I just think they have the best path towards the Super Bowl. And they host LA hosts the Super Bowl this year. So oh. that's not really a factor, but it'd be kind of cool if two years in a row. No, that's why you picked those. Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm just trying to go to the game basically. But uh, who do you like? I like, I didn't check the lines or anything, but I like Tennessee. I think Tennessee can make a run this year. I would love to hear your reasoning for that. Um, I think Tannehill will have a good year. Julio will have a good year. And if De- Derek Henry gets, you know, at least 1500 yards. Mm-hmm. Opens it up, everything like that. So I love Mike Vrabel. I don't love the fact that they lost Arthur Smith. I think Arthur Smith is really good. Yeah. I do like Mike Vrabel. That AFC is tough, though. Yeah. Tannehill's not a top three quarterback in the AFC. I could see him breaking out this year with the upgrade with Julio. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of my reason. They've got the weapons. They've got the players in place overall. It's just the AFC is just so tough. So you're thinking you're thinking a Chiefs Rams Super Bowl then? I think so. I could see Buffalo. I could see call me crazy. I could see Cleveland. <laughs> Thank God Joey's not listening. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Don't ever tell him I said that. But I I mean Tennessee is not insane. I just there's just so many good Kansas City, I think, is by far and away the favorite. Yeah. And they've proven so many times that 
even if they're losing by so much at halftime, they can just snap their fingers, turn around, and like win games. So until they can't prove that, like until they prove they can't do that anymore, I can't bet against Kansas City. So I'm picking Rams, Kansas City Super Bowl, and I think I would take the Rams. Wow. Just because I think they have the defensive firepower to match up with Kansas City. They have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey could shut down Tyreek Hill or at least lock him up better than anyone else in the league has a chance to. And I think McVay has the brain power and the manpower on his side versus Andy Reid, especially if that Kansas City offensive line isn't as great as it has been. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, Titans Saints Super Bowl. Saints? Fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. That's what I'm going with. I'm surprised you're not taking the Vikings. I'm taking LASIK Winston. Lace. Oh, that's. I forgot about that. I think LASIK Winston will be a top five MVP candidate. We'll do. <laughs> fuck it, we ball. We're going to say. Oh, my it. Lord. Yeah. Saints Titans at so- Sophie? Sofi? Sofi, yeah. Sofi Stadium. And, t- and the Titans win it? Uh, I think LASIK will win it. LASIK, LASIK Jameis? LASIK Winston, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, they do have Sean Payton. Yeah. I do think they make the wild card when I was like going through. I do have the Saints in the wild card mm-hmm. just because I think Sean Payton's too good of a coach. Alvin Kamara is in his prime. Michael Thomas, I don't know anything about what he's doing. Yeah, I think he's just hurt. I think so, too. But, James, yeah, Jameis does have the upside, and he's sat behind Breeze, and it did seem like it like personally affected him. He cried when Breeze retired. Yeah. So who knows if he's got bad eyes? It's probably from this. You could probably put a dollar on that and win at least twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I could put a hundred on it too. You could. <laughs> Fuck it, we ball indeed. Well, yeah. shoot. Is anything else you needed to add before we kick off week one? Uh, go Vikings. Uh, so so you're gonna be in Deadwood, correct? I am. So you said you're going to bet on these games depending on how the wedding goes and the weekend goes. Yeah, I'm going to just. So so if the wedding goes really well, you're going to bet all these games or. I think so. Okay. <laughs> and just so everyone knows, we will. I will be updating like every bet I place on our Instagram and TikTok, which are both goose.egg.gamble. Jared, I'm sure will be throwing his in there as well. Yeah, I'll throw man. Yeah. Yeah, we'll make it look good. And we're going to publicly track like the at least i'm gonna like the amount of money i'm putting down like so you guys know how up and down we are if we're up good or down bad <laughs> up good down bad up good down bad <laughs> i have a good feeling we're gonna be up good after that whopper parlay hits i'm so good that's gonna be i'm gonna be the up the goodest and now our linguistics are falling out the window you might retire if you hit this parlay Oh, no, it's going to even get worse. I think I'm going to start betting every single game in one big parlay. <laughs> every single college game. Yeah, you're going to do an eight-way parlay. Just going to keep doubling every week. Oh, I think I'd get on the news. <laughs> That's <laughs> think, the whole goal, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think uh, like CBS this morning would have to do a piece on me. I see my name in the paper. There That's 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 gonna be the end goal of this podcast. I just want to make it to the newspaper for being so good at gambling. <laughs> all right, I think it'll happen. Yeah, we're all right. We're putting it out there. We're gonna make it happen. Uh, that's it for this one. Enjoy week one, everyone. Your team has hope. Enjoy that. It might not last long. It won't. I'm, I'm looking not at you. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Houston. I'm looking at myself too. You're looking but, at your parlay. Look at yeah. <laughs> Is that, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on the phone with with Bovada right now and try and report a credit card fraud. <laughs> 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 this doesn't happen. But uh, yeah, enjoy week one. And as always, don't think of it as a loss. Think of it as a down payment for future success. Bye, everyone.